0: Konnichiwa from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Japan Update from the 21st of September, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. Japan is starting the week with a violent typhoon. On Saturday the 17th, Typhoon Nanmandal hit southwestern Japan and left a trail of destruction. Two people died, and there are 120 injured. Local authorities have issued evacuation orders from millions of people in the Kyushu, Chugoku, and Shikoku regions. The severe tropical storm has left about 250,000 households without electricity. There have also been large disruptions in transportation as well. Japan Airlines and All Nippon Airlines have canceled over 800 flights in total, scheduled for Monday the 19th. Other airlines are also grounding some planes. Shinkansen bullet train services have been suspended in many areas. The Kyushu Shinkansen has stopped all services, and the Sanyo Shinkansen has suspended services between Hakata and Hiroshima. Bullet trains connecting Shin-Osaka and Tokyo are running on reduced schedules. Operators are urging passengers to check the latest information before traveling. On Monday the 19th, the disaster management minister, Tani Koichi, and crisis management officials talked to Prime Minister Kishida about the storm's damage and forecasts. After the briefing, he decided to postpone his departure to New York to oversee government responses to the typhoon. He instructed ministries to work with local authorities to grasp the extent of the damage and provide emergency responses for affected people. In the end, Kishida left for New York a day later, on Tuesday the 20th, to attend the UN General Assembly. In unrelated news, the Internal Affairs Ministry said that up to last Thursday the 15th, there were around 36 million people aged 65 or older in Japan, 60,000 more than last year. The ministry says around 16 million of them were men, and around 20 million were women they make up around 29% of Japan's population. Data compiled by the United Nations show that this figure is the highest among countries and territories with a population of more than 100,000. In the rank of countries with the largest percentage of older adults, Japan tops the list, followed by Italy and Finland, which are in second and third place, respectively. The ministry also said that last year Japan reached a record high of 9 million elderly workers, and that this year the number is expected to continue to grow. Since April last year, companies have been required to try to encourage their workers not to retire, and to keep them on the payroll until they are 70 years old. Recall that workers can retire when they turn 65. Since we talked about workers, there is good news for skilled foreigners who want to work in Japan. The prime minister said that he would consider reforming the residency program so that more foreigners with professional skills could move to Japan. Kishida told reporters on Saturday the 17th that nations around the world are competing fiercely to attract people with high levels of knowledge and skills. He said Japan is not doing enough compared to these countries, which are offering preferential residency status to highly skilled professionals. Kishida also said that creating an appealing living environment is just as important as institutional reforms. He said this requires improving access to health care and education, and encouraging communities and society to be more open and hospitable. On that note about going to Japan, we've got some good news for tourists, too. The government is preparing to further ease its coronavirus border controls next month. The executive loosened anti-infection border controls on the 7th of September, raising the ceiling for entrance from 20,000 to 50,000 per day. It also allowed all inbound tourists to take package tours without guides. The government is now planning on further relaxing its restrictions as new coronavirus infections have been declining. It also expects the falling value of the yen will attract more foreign tourists. The executive is also moving to scrap the daily limit on arrivals and allow overseas tourists to travel independently in Japan, and it is also preparing to resume a short-term visa exemption for visitors from about 70 countries and territories if they stay in the country for 90 days or less. Speaking of coronavirus, on Tuesday the 20th, Japan started administering coronavirus vaccines targeting the Omicron variant. The country has approved vaccines developed by Pfizer and Moderna. The Health Ministry says that they are expected to be more effective against the Omicron variant than previous vaccines and are also highly likely to be effective against future subvariants. All people aged 12 and above who have had a second shot at least five months ago are eligible to receive the booster shot. Local municipalities will decide who has the priority for the jabs. Healthcare workers and elderly people who have yet to receive their fourth doses are expected to be the first in line. In Tokyo's Minato ward, people aged 60 or above, medical workers and others, went to a facility on Thursday the 20th to receive their shots. They had booked their vaccinations in advance. Other municipalities are expected to follow suit as soon as they are ready. The health ministry is asking municipalities to deliver vaccination vouchers By the end of October, the ministry aims to complete the inoculations of all those who want them by the end of the year, as it braces for a possible resurgence around that time. It's also planning to shorten the five-month period required between doses. In international news, we have some updates on North Korea. On Saturday the 17th, the relatives of Japanese nationals abducted by North Korea decades ago renewed their calls for the return of their loved ones. They met on the eve of the 20th anniversary of the historic Japan-North Korea summit where Pyongyang admitted to the abductions. Following the summit, which took place on the 17th of September, 2002, five abductees were repatriated. However, 12 out of the 17 abductees officially recognized by the Japanese government remain unaccounted for. Yokota Takuya, the current leader of the group made up of the relatives of the abducted, urged the governments of both countries to recognize that the situation won't come to an end unless they release the abductees, quote, while their loved ones are still alive. He asked Japan's Prime Minister, Kishida, to directly address North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un. Moving on to some news about the economy. The price hikes hitting Japanese consumers show no signs of decreasing. One supermarket in Tokyo is planning more price increases as of October. The retailer in Koto Ward has raised prices for about half the products in the store, including essentials such as noodles, bread, and cooking oil. The manager says he has had to increase prices almost every day for the past six months. He also says suppliers plan to charge more for around 400 items next month, including mayonnaise and vinegar. Still, rising prices are not limited to supermarkets. Japan's land ministry. Says the average price of residential land in the country has risen for the first time in 31 years. On Tuesday, the 20th, the minister released the results of an annual survey conducted by prefectures on land prices of over 21,400 locations as of the 1st of July. According to the survey, the average overall land price rose 0.3% from last year. As for the average price of residential land, It grew 0.1% since last year, making it the first rise since 1991. Low interest rates for loans have apparently helped to increase land prices. Ministry officials say that the demand for houses remains solid in urban areas and is also rising in suburban areas due to the spread of remote working. They also said land prices are rising especially in tourist destinations and shopping districts as tourism appears to be recovering after a decline due to the coronavirus pandemic. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. We've been thinking about ways we can set up some type of community, not only through emails or some other way to waste time online, but a real community with cool people, influence, and responsibilities. We are not sure how to do it or what it would look like, but if you are listening to this, you are exactly who we want to be in it. Any chance you could talk to us about what would or would not interest you about an endeavor like that? send us an email at podcast at Rorschach dot com.